Welcome back to another edition of One Before I Die. The Buffalo Bills are 2-0. It is Sunday. It's week two of NFL regular season. And the Bills put a nice little win together today against the New York Giants. What me and Ethan both kind of predicted that we were going to get the dub. Um, we'll get deep into the game, get all the, predi- or all the, you know, the review, the analysis of it. But as of right now, the Bills are 2-0. We are undefeated. And I'm going to overreact to this. We're going to the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. Hey, how you doing? Let's go. Bills 2-0. Can't, can't ask for anything better here. Got the W against the Giants. As I predicted, I am 1-0 on my guarantees for the season. <laughs> and <laughs> can't say anything more. Yeah, so we, we were getting pretty cocky before this game for absolutely no reason. Before the season, we're talking about how the Bills are going to be 6-10, and 10, how we looked like crap in the preseason, how – we're not excited at all. We're waiting for the Sabres to start up. And then after one week, we're back in. And then after two weeks, we're even more back in. We're guaranteeing victories on Twitter. We're telling the people out there to hammer Bill's money line. I mean, it's getting absolutely nuts out here. And once Bill's fans start getting cocky, it usually doesn't end up well. But, I mean, today was a great game. And we ended up do- getting, the, getting the W. Um, I said going into it, you know, it could have been the overconfident Bill's fandom, you know, game of the year where – we think we're just going to win just because we got one win against the Jets first week. And then for some reason, we can't string together another win. We just get a pitiful loss. But we were, you know, we were able to bounce back and get that week two win. So felt felt good. Felt great. We're going to go over the game a little bit. It kind of started off a little shaky, honestly. Um, and let's get right into it, I guess. So we, Bills, Giants. Um, well, first of all, final score was 28-14. Uh, Bills on top. But anyway, first, first drive of the game. The, the beginning of the game was a little bit dicey. Um, so Bills won the coin toss and we selected defer. So we're kicking off. And uh, I honestly felt good about that. I, I wanted to defer every time we win the coin toss, get our defense out there, set the tone early. We, well, we do that. And what do you know? Five plays later, the New York Giants are in the end zone after just feeding Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah, that first that first drive was absolutely brutal. I was I was like shaking in my pants after watching that first first drive on defense after watching the bills play defense last last game and then watching this drive i was like oh my god are we in for uh are we in for a game here i mean i came in i i've never done this before i watched a thursday night football game between the carolina panthers and the tampa bay buccaneers yeah what was your so i saw your before i'm gonna cut you off there for a second i saw your tweet you said 
you said, now that I'm watching the Thursday night game between the Carolina and Tampa Bay, <laughs> I'm guaranteeing a Bills dub. And I kind of just like went along with it and, and, you know, poked back at you. But to be completely honest, I had no idea where the Bills got into the equation there. Because I'm, I, this is how this brain works. I know exactly how this league works. I'm watching Cam Newton back there doing what he's doing. I'm watching Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston back there doing what he's doing. And I know exactly after watching those two quarterbacks play and how that game played out that the Bills were 100% a lock to win this game. But that had no relationship to the Bills game at all. But that just shows how my brain is on another level right now. Are you just saying that because the way that they, you know, they just look like crap pretty much? Because I just know if, if they're playing like that, there is no, there is no reason on this earth. If you play this game, Bills Giants 2019, a hundred times out of a hundred, there is no doubt in my mind that the Bills don't win a hundred of those games. <laughs> you and someone needs to bring this kid back down to earth. You're off your absolute rocker right now. I still don't know. I'm not, I'm going to act. I'm just going to act like I followed that whole path of brain working ability from Thursday night to Sunday night. I don't, but I'm just going to move ahead and act like that made a complete sense. Well, if you want to make, if you want to make money, you follow this brain. Because I'll tell you when the Bills are going to win, and they were not going to win. And I it, was I right? Bills minus right. one was an absolute lock. Yeah. After I mean, that I first told you, drive, I, I told the people out there to hammer it as well. I woke up feeling a little bit. I feel felt, felt dangerous. I was kind of feeling like Baker a little bit, and we got it done. You're right, but but let's go back to that first drive. And I was shaking in my boots because I that's the defense. The bread and butter is our defense. I like getting them out on the field early and often, and. We just looked, I mean, we looked so bad. And then we locked it down after that, but that first drive. And I don't get why the Giants after that, they didn't just keep doing the same thing. They kind of got away from feeding Barkley the ball. They went to play action. They went to, you know, air it out with Eli and it just absolutely wasn't working. Barkley's an absolute monster. And uh, that was like, I, I don't know if that I was agree easy, with that. That was the easiest drive of their life. I don't what know do if I agree mean? with that. What do you mean? Because so the first drive, they ran the ball every play of the drive. Correct. They, they literally went 75 yards down the field and didn't pass the ball once. After that, we started stepping up on the run game a little bit. We started shutting down the run game a little bit. Then we made Eli have to make plays. We did start stepping up a little bit, but they got away from the run a lot. They started throwing the ball way, way more than they were just handing it off to Barkley. He's your best player. He's the only thing you got. Sterling Shepard's hurt. You got nothing else besides Barkley. You got to give him the ball more, and they didn't. Um, and they weren't, there's not that good of a team. So after that first drive, we made adjustments, like you said, I guess, and we were able to step it down. Yeah. I mean, if you shut down Saquon, what do they got to work with? You know, nothing exactly. But anyway, after that, so after that pitiful defensive series by us, you know, we get the ball back and hopefully we can regroup, regather ourselves, put that behind us, go down, match their score and move forward. And you know what we do? We go three and out. So it's just already a bad juju game from the beginning. It's the overconfidence, the cockiness. We're guaranteeing W's, like you said. Um, and we just go three. But I wasn't nervous. And yeah, <laughs> you, you weren't nervous, I guess. <laughs> but I was just kind of like classic. Like my mind said, this is classic. Three and out. And then that's where things kind of turned around. We give them the ball back. They go three and out. We get the ball back and we get put together a nice looking drive go down and we get inside the 10 yard line and call a nice quarterback sweep. Like we did last week, punch it in there. And as soon as that touchdown went in with both, the boys were rolling, the boys were buzzing. Yeah. That touchdown got the game rolling. Um, that drive that really showed me something. honestly, that, that gave me a little confidence going into this year. Um, 
Allen, I thought this game was one of Allen's best complete games that he's played so far as a Buffalo Bill. Um, I, would, I would agree with that. And that first drive set the tone for the rest of that first half. Um, Allen made some nice plays. He, you know, he, he made some nice reads over the middle. The receivers definitely helped him out. There's so, so many catches this game. That was the one thing that I noticed. So many catches this game that I know that we would not have made last year with that receiving core that we had last year. Yeah. And, and, and still one of the things with Allen is, you know, he might not be as consistent as we'd like him to be. He's always had some accuracy issues. So, I mean, you know, there's a play here or there. He missed, we'll get into it later on when we talk about that drive, but when he missed John Brown wide open on the bomb, that was a free touchdown. We, yeah. ended, up, we ended up scoring later on that drive anyway. So, you know, he, he made up for it, but and then that there's was tough. Uh, then there's some some other ones, some slant routes, some out routes here and there. Well, he'll he'll be inaccurate, but you're right. I think for the most part, he was putting it on the numbers. He was finding the open guys. I'm, the Giants D didn't <laughs> helped us out pretty well because these guys were wide open. So I mean, if you're not completing these passes, then we have no hope. So at least he was. But these guys yeah. were wide open. It was making it easy for Allen. Um, but anyway, so we get the touchdown there. He punches it in on the quarterback sweep. We, we kick it back out and we force the Giants to go three and out again. And the Bills D started kind of cooking a little bit. Like I said, we got that out of our system, that first drive. I, th- I think, in my opinion, you, don't, you didn't really agree, but I think the Giants got away from giving Barkley the ball a little bit. We also made adjustments. And the D was. I think it was a little mix. I think it was a mix. I think it was them getting away a little bit, but also our D stepping up and stopping the run. Because that first drive, we didn't make one play on, on the run at all. Nothing. And uh, Micah Hyde had a great game, which I also want to segue into. I want to add in real quick. Dude, I'm going to lose my mind if that if freaking Micah Hyde gets hurt returning a punt. I mean, what are we doing here? I know that Andre Roberts is hurt and he's probably the guy, but we also didn't cut Isaiah McKenzie or a guy like that to go back and for this reason, just catch the ball, fair catch it. We don't need our starting safety out there risking getting hurt on a punt. Yeah, it's just, it's just it's just ridiculous. I don't know why. Teams and, do it. And Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, and even when he catches the ball on not a fair catch, he's not like a threat to go take one to the house. No, he's like, I think I think the Bills like him back there because he's a vet and he know like he's he's smart about it. He knows when to fair catch. He knows right. he, he, he's not going to fumble. Right. He's, he's a safe play. He knows how to do it, but you're right. If he gets it, he's not a completely dynamic guy where he's cutting on a dime that you need to be like with your punt returner. Cause that's how you're going to, you know, get some yards, get that chunk of yardage is fast cuts and dynamic moves. He's not that kind of guy. He's just a smart, solid player back there, but it's not worth him. You, how many times you see guys on punt returns get hurt? I mean, that punt returning is a scary position, dude. That ball is just up in the air. Guys are flying at you. Like, it's just like, freaking roadrunner out there um and if he gets hurt i mean it's just something that popped into my head it's like god get this guy out of here hopefully that their plan is that when roberts is back they put him back there but you, you can't have your starting safety returning punts and i mean he played an awesome game on defense to force a couple balls out after uh receivers catching it yeah he did um, the defense really stepped up uh trey white honestly kind of played didn't play great to be honest there it was almost like they were targeting him but yeah I no mean, i thought it was pen don't break I thought he did make a couple nice plays on the run, though, where he he kind of crashed down. And I, I specifically remember this one, the one play on Saquon. I think it was the second or third drive where um, he kind of crashed down on him and, and made the tackle. You know, it was like a one-yard gain. 
but those are the type of plays that you don't really see him make. But I, I agree. Yep. He, he definitely didn't have one of his stronger games from a, you know, a, a pass defense standpoint. But Right. Uh, but we were able to work it out. I mean, it wasn't a, yeah. the strongest team going again, so it, it didn't hurt us in the long run. Right. Um, but anyway, so we do get the ball back after forcing them to go three and out for a second time in a row. And then this is where we're, we're driving down and – John Brown just burns the, the corner and the safety right down the seam, wide open in the end zone, and Allen overthrows him. That's Dude. tough because I know we followed up with a touch on this drive anyway, and it didn't matter. But these are the, these are the plays you got to make. There's going to be games in the future where if you miss that, you're not going to have a second chance. Or if you miss that, you're not going to be in the game later on. You got to hit that throw. You oh. Hit that throw. Yeah, I when I saw that replay, John Brown just gave him the hey, how you doing? Jock strap on the ground, just yep. burned him down the middle. No shot that they had a sh- they didn't even have a prayer to cover him. Nope. He was wide open from the get go. He made he made an unreal route, just bursting down the seam. Allen's got to make that throw. He's got to yeah. make that throw. And that and that's where the you know the the Twitter life of the Allen the John Brown deep ball that we've been hearing all about that we've been bashing. That's where it came out, and it looked good until he overthrew him. So it was there. It was right there for him, and he overthrew it. And I really hope he can nail that down because he's got an absolute cannon in an arm. So you got to show it off. You got to be able to hit those throws. And in the future, those are going to be costly for us. Um, but anyway, we did end up pulling it back together, drove down, and we, we, got a t- we, we came back with back-to-back uh, touchdown drives. So it was nice to see the offense kind of get rolling in this first half, right after the first drive, they were in a groove, the first and second corner. And it looked like they were actually a legit offense that was playing out there. Yeah, it was, it was honestly nice to see. It was fun to watch. I, I forgot what it is, what it's like, honestly, as a bills fan over the past couple of years, watching a, 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 a legit drive get put together, you know, like, like a, a 70 yard drive. And and some of these throws that Allen made were were honestly nice. They were they're impressive, right? They yep. Were, they, the out of the, the out of the pocket extending the play one down to Dawson Knox. Yeah, that's uh, one that stood out to me. The one later in the game where he kind of um, it was like a third down. It was like a crucial play. I forgot exactly the circumstances, but he was going out of the pocket, put on the brakes, did a little shimmy shake, put the defender and froze him in his tracks. Went on the outside, made another great throw. Yeah. Um, he, he can extend the plays an athletic guy. And that's what it, he brings to the table. So and, he look good. Yeah, in and I, I, I love to see Cole Beasley be that go-to guy too, on a lot of those third and tens, third and longs yep. where um, there's a lot of, I think there was a couple of hook routes that Beasley ran. There's one that stood out to me where he, he made a long hook and um, I think it was a third and 10 Allen threw it basically to the nine and Beasley was able to make a, make a play on the like ball ran and, back at it and like yeah, turned came and back to the, the ball. Dude in absolute yeah. dust. Yeah. Yeah. So I, down. Yeah. Yep, I agree with you. He, he, he had a nice bounce back game. He wasn't as targeted as last game. He only had four receptions, but he, they were for 83 yards. So he was getting good chunks on each catch. Can we talk about though, John Brown though? I know oh, that we he, were ripping at him. But consistency, I know he didn't score this game like he did last game, but another, did he have another, I think it's seven catches again, right? Yep, seven receptions for 72 yards. That's a solid, that's a solid day at the office. It's, that is a more than solid day at the office. (laughs) I mean, if John Brown's getting seven catches a game from the, you know, from here on out, I'll take that every day. 
But we also got to talk about the ghost of Zay Jones past. If we're going to be talking about John Brown and Cole Beasley. I mean, Zay Jones is the type of guy where you put it anywhere. That's not right on the goddamn numbers. He's not making the catch. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Zay, Zay Jones, I think he is what he is at this point. He's a, he's a, yeah. he's your third receiver, mm-hmm. right? But he's lot, we would chat. We really catch the ball. Really, he's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, why not have uh, Duke Williams in there and maybe not have him on the practice squad and, have Duke Williams as the third receiver for when we're down the red zone. We at least have an option to throw it up to a tall guy or something. It's like Zay Jones is like, Hey, how you doing? I'm just here to, you know, catch my, get my paychecks and, and that's it. And maybe make one catch and do like a little float up thing that he does. That everyone goes crazy about on the internet. That's all he's there for. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I totally agree. I'm not, a, I'm not the Zay Jones guy. So, I mean, if you're, if you're ripping on Zay Jones, I'm not going to be the guy to defend him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, still solid days for the Beasley and Brown. They're looking to pan, they're panning out nicely so far, at least from my standpoint, I think so. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we get that touchdown after we miss the John Brown bomb. We, we pull together, we go down and get, get another six on the board, back-to-back drives. And then defense steps up again. Uh, give it back to the Giants. They can't do anything. They can't find their groove again. I mean, after the first drive, and then maybe I think they had the one more drive in the uh, second half. Other than those two, they weren't doing anything on offense. I, I was actually kind of hoping they put Daniel Jones in the game just to shake it up, just to see what he's got to throw it at us. Um, but anyway, we get the ball back, and then this is the drive I want to talk about because this stood out to me. We scored two touchdowns in a row. We stopped the Giants on defense again, and then – they punt it off to us, and the dude makes the unreal like play at the goal line. Oh, yeah, that was unreal. Like, that was crazy. I thought that was going in the end zone for sure. Touchback, thanks. We'll get it at the 25. And he just comes out of nowhere, jumps, leaps, throws it back at his dude. And we and I was getting little uh, freaking flashbacks to, oh, here's a safety again. It looked like the exact – it was the same exact yep. – that we played it last week, the same exact side, like team yep. yardage. Looked like we had the same formation, just running the ball in the middle. Looked like maybe a safety was coming again. I don't know, just a little bit. And this impressed me because we scored a touchdown on this drive from our own two-yard line. 95-yard drive. Let's go. That got me fired up. All the way down from our own two, a nice touchdown drive. I don't think I've seen a touchdown drive over 80 yards for the Bills in my entire career of watching NFL football. I would agree with that statement. And it was just, <laughs> it was, what you agree? yeah. And it was, it looked nice. I mean, we got the boys going a little bit. Got, like we said, John Brown Beasley had the receivers out in space. Uh, Giants were helping us out by leaving them absolutely wide open, nothing around them. And Allen was putting it on the money, a couple of nice plays on that drive. But just the fact that it was that full length touchdown from end to end. Um, and it was the third drive in a row, right? It wasn't just, kind of we were struggling and then we were able to pull something together. That was our third drive in a row where we scored a touchdown. Yeah. Changing, changing some momentum. Consistency, yeah. consistency is what you like to say. And that's what you like to see. Um, so anyway, yeah, we, we, we drive down, we get that going for us. But, um, wait, first of all, I want to talk about <clears throat> uh, running back usage though. Okay, I was a little, no. I was a little confused. It seems like we came out the gates using Gore a lot, you know? Well, that, that's kind of what we – I mean, we expected that. That's what McDermott came out and said in this past week. He said Gore's still our number one guy. Singletary's our number two back, which I never, I didn't necessarily agree with. I thought after yeah. last game, I was like, oh, it looks like Singletary's found his groove and now we're going to start rolling with him. But he did say that Gore's his number one guy. And so, I mean, we were expecting that, I think. 
which is I don't know. How I do mean, you, you can you can say that, but you gotta you gotta play the best guy at the position. I don't know, but Gore, hey, Gore is slow. Gore does look a little bit slow, but I was I was thinking this in the middle of the game, dude. He. I don't know. I like having him on the team. He's that veteran. He's consistent. He, he's there there's he, one thing. There's one thing about having the guy on the team. There's another thing about playing, playing the right guys in the right spots. I think if, if you bring up how many carries did Singletary have? I think he had like eight or nine, eight or nine carries for like he had 60, s- 60 some yards. He had six carries for 57 yards. Yeah. That's feed solid. Him, feed him the ball. Yeah, but it's like, all, dude. It's all all right. It's all situational. Also, like at the end of the game, dude. If you're running, if you're running Gore on a stretch or a sweep, that is just. I think oh, that's, that's stupid. But the, I agree, but they're not doing that. They're t- they're taking Gore in there at like third and two, second and four. No, they're not, dude. They're, yes, they're, they, they are. They they ran a lot of plays where I think that Singletary would have been better suited as a running back. Okay, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Really, I, like I said earlier, I said. That McDermott said that Gore was the number one guy, so that's why. Okay, I he I didn't say I wasn't, that. I wasn't surprised. Well, if he says that, he's gonna do it. What do you mean? I just think that <laughs> I think if he's like you say that because he's a veteran, he's a Hall of Famer, first no, belt Hall of Famer. No. When he Go, just because a guy's a veteran Hall of Famer, if he's not your number one running back, you'll come out and say that. If if he, if McDermott like he said what he said, and we honestly, I don't care what, what you said. Say. Play the best guy at the position, and I think Singletary. But that's, that's that's fine. That's your opinion. But what I'm telling you is in my opinion, and I'm so I'm one for one on locks. I'm just saying, dude. All I'm saying is my what McDermott said is what happened. It's not like he lied to us. If Singletary, if he told us Singletary was, I'm not player, calling him a liar. He would have played him. I'm just saying I wasn't. I wasn't surprised at what happened. And I like Gore. I like calling him a liar. It, it sounds like you are. Um, play Singletary. Play, hey, I don't eight disagree. Carries, eight carries for 56 yards? Six carries. Six carries for 56 yards. Let's get him going. Come on now. Yeah. Um, no, I don't disagree. I just don't mind Gore in there either. He's got, he did get tough yards today, and he's consistent. You know he's not going to put the ball on the ground. It's the veteran rookie you know, combo. I think you do have to bump up Singletary's production a little bit. Maybe even it out a little bit because Gore did have a lot. Like he, all right, so Gore had 19 carries to compare to Singletary's six. I think if anything, what? definitely just even those out. Yeah, yeah, I would agree should, with that. That should be, it should be like half and half minimum. I think. Wow, dude, you're really on the Singletary train, huh? I mean, what else is he got to show to you? You're a huge what Singletary gotta, guy. <laughs> what else has he got to show to you, though? I mean, you trade you trade Shady away. You know, I mean, Gore Gore doesn't give you that extra step, that extra elusiveness, right? Gore's just going to be a ground and pound up the middle guy. He's not going to make defenders miss. He's going to punish you but he's not going to make you miss. And that's what we did with him this today. He got those tough three, four yard downs that we needed. Oh, I think he got a lot of carries on first and 10 where I'd like to see Singletary may have an option to make a play there. Okay. Yeah. I mean that I don't, I don't disagree with that. I agree with that. But what I'm saying is on the second and third, second threes, the yes, third goal, and two, yes. was getting the ball and he was getting the job done. That's what he came here to do. And that's what he was doing. I agree with that from a different aspect. First downs. Sure, get single Perry, single Terry out there. Get him out in space, and I we, get him the ball. He's proved he's proved what he can do. I guess um, get Devin the ball. But anyway, whatever, whatever. So that that was kind of end of the first the whole first half. We you know we got that those three touchdowns in a row, and then we had to end up punting. Um, and then or actually let, we got to mention that at the end of the first half we the D got on the turnover games today. They finally got on the board interception at the end of the first half. That tip, that was key. 
tip ball to Trent Murphy. Uh, he grabbed that in, and I think uh, Ed Oliver actually tipped that one. So shout yeah, out to yeah. Lucky. Yeah. Um, so l- like to see the D get on the board, get rewarded for their hard work. Uh, first half's over. Second half, we come out, we get the ball. So we kneel down the ball at the end of the first half because we know we're going to get. Didn't it. agree with that. What you didn't agree with the kneel down? <laughs> Not one bit. So we, we had, had we had there's 47 seconds left. I think we had one timeout. Two. Okay, and we're, we were at like our own like 30. 30 yeah, 30, 35. All right, so get a field goal. What do you think? Get a field goal. We have. You got to think with how Housh has been kicking house money. House money, as Dad likes to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, the way he's been kicking, get 30 yards and give him a go. You know, playing devil's advocate here, though, you don't think that it was okay since we knew we were getting the ball back at the end of the at, at, uh, or at the beginning of the second half no, that no, we're getting no. You know, we're getting the ball. I think, we're up twenty one seven. We're feeling it. We don't want to you know risk anything. Throw a pick six here. Nope. that's how you play. You're the not lose buying ball. that. You're not buying I, that. You play to lose ball games if that's what you're worried about. You get on it. First down. First down. Go for it. You miss it, okay. Second down, go for it. You miss it, okay. Third down, take a knee. Yeah, okay. I like that. I, I agree with that take. I guess. Come on, McDermott. Stop. Stop clapping. A li- you know, stop clapping after the defense gives up a first down a little bit less, and start <laughs> making some plays. You know, put your balls in your hand and start getting some points. May, maybe game. stop. Maybe stop. Wait. Maybe if uh, you're not wasting timeouts when we're on defense, when it's set. he loves calling timeouts where it's right before the play is called, and then he calls timeout because he loves like looking at what they have to offer first and just waste the timeout. So maybe yeah. a little bit less of that. Save those timeouts. Come on, McDermott. Maybe get a little emotion on your face. Uncross your arms every once in a while. Yeah. Get in the game. Get in the groove. Get in the feels. Save the timeouts and, you know, make the right call and try to get some points. Um, but anyway, so we did kneel down uh, and go to the half, get the ball back. And then the third quarter is like our kryptonite so far this year because third quarter was an absolute joke. Just like last week, that's kind of things when things went off the rails for a little bit. That third quarter was arguably the worst quarter we've played all year so far. And we turned the ball over four times last game. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. It just like went from three touchdown drives in a row to like a punt, like three punts in a row. We started the second half with three, our three first three possessions were all punts. Yeah. We didn't, I don't think we got a first down the entire third quarter. Maybe so, fact check me, fact check to me. me, but I mean, watching that game, that's what it felt like. Yeah. If that's right. I'm not surprised. Um, so it was kind of brutal. Luckily, our D hung in there strong, and Giants couldn't get anything going either. But bad third quarter, and then and then what happened? So then we then we ended up scoring again. Um, oh, okay, that's what happened. We got the ball back, and after we got that freaking bad drives out of our system, I guess, and we come down, and we're at like the we're in the red zone, I think, and we're about a it's fourth down because we don't convert. And we're about to kick a field goal and they take a penalty to basically give us a first down. And we ended up scoring a touchdown. But remember that we were, we were uh, kicking a field goal and the guy yeah. went over the nose tackle. You can't go over the uh, nose tackle, went over the long snapper. And they just gave us the first down. We ended up converting. So, I mean, we kind of got lucky on our part there. But honestly, other than that, and then the Giants scored a touchdown. Um, they went for it on fourth down in the red zone, converted, went for the touchdown and scored at some point during that second Wait, half. That, that was before that whole penalty fiasco. Yeah, that was that was that was before we scored. That was like that was like the touchdown. start of the fourth quarter. There, yeah. 
Yep, that was before we scored our fourth touchdown. But anyway, other than, what I was going to say, other than those really two things, pretty uneventful second half. Um, I know the Bills did get another interception, though, at the end with Poyer. Um, but that kind of wrapped up. play on that, though. Yeah, that kind of wraps up the, the game overall, I guess. I don't know. Did you want to get any, anything more in the second half, really? Or No, I mean, I was – I liked it. I kind of liked it. Second half, though, like you said, uneventful. Third quarter can't happen again. Or really can't happen again. Especially, especially on offense. Like you can't have that. You can't have that first half and then come out flat like that in the second half. Got to bring energy that second half. You got to bring that same tenacity that you came out with on offense on the, on the second half. Got to get some first downs. Got to get the defense rested. I think, I think we left the defense out to dry a lot on offense. You know, we, we, we had a, you know, two or three, three and outs. You can't do that. That's going to that's going to tire out the guys on D, you know? Yeah. I mean, better team out there we're playing against and we have a quarter like that. They're going to make us pay. So, Absolutely. so we can't like, as well, as well as we think that, you know, as well as we played in the first half and even strung a little bit together in the fourth quarter late, you can't have a quarter like that. It's going to come back to bite us against better teams in the league. Um, but my overthought, my overall thoughts on the game, um, it was, you know, it was, it was nice. It was nice to see. It gave me a little bit more confidence going into next week against the Bengals. It gave me a little bit more confidence down the stretch. Maybe that we can, you know, pull together nine, eight, nine wins. Um, just the way that the offense looked. I know that the receivers were wide open for the most part. Um, the pass rush wasn't really there. I think the offensive line played really well. Feliciano's an absolute beast. Mitch Morse played really well. Saki, I really like. He's been playing awesome. Cody Ford, kind of sketchy. Have you have you noticed that? But they've been rotating Ford and Inosaki at right tackle. It's kind of yeah, like a, yeah. I, I like that. I like I it too. Like too. I like it too. But I kind of think that I think Ford's gonna be good. But I think Nasaki's just playing a lot better than him right now. Ford, uh, he's just a rookie. He's new to the league. I think he will be good. But I think there's a lot of influx too with where he's gonna play. You know, because I feel like Nasaki is it Neshki is it Neski? Like I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just got to roll with it. Naseki, Neski, he's just, you know, shoring up that right side. And I don't yeah, care. He really is. You call him anything but late for dinner. And if he's blocking that right side, I don't care, you know. He's <laughs> I know what you're doing, Naseki. But uh, uh, Ford, let me hold on. Ford, let me go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I think a lot, a lot is in flux with Ford right now because he could play. I think they're trying him out in a right tackle, trying him out a little guard a little bit. They're trying to f- figure out where he fits in on the offensive line. Right, but you can't I – think, I think you're right because they kind of had him right – I think a lot of p- people, Bills fans, thought that he was going to be penciling for right guard to start the season. But Feliciano came in, and he's been our best offensive lineman probably throughout the first two games in that right guard slot. Just absolute pancake. Hey, Feliciano guy. Dude, watch the tape back. Run the tape back on our touchdowns. He pulls when he gets out there and pulls. He's rocking guys. Him and Morse. I've liked Morse's play a lot too. Um, but so I think our offensive line has been pretty solid. It's I'm a big Spain guy. The, the only thing that I kind of noticed about it was it was either great protection today or like. The Miss dogs loose, and all of a sudden, yeah. three guys are coming at Allen at once. Yeah. So you got to tighten gotta, that up a little gotta bit. Tighten up the calls. But other than that. Uh, it was a little bit, you know, the game was encouraging the, the offense showed me something. If Allen can just put it on the numbers, you know, a few more times each game, um, just gotta be more consistent, more accurate, especially in that third quarter, especially in the third quarter, hit the deep bomb when you have it. Um, but other than that, I think he's looking good. He's making the right decisions. I think you can see him growing in confidence. He's getting more comfortable playing at the NFL level. I mean, I just don't see him 
getting worse as this season goes on. I just think it's all uphill, uphill for, from here for him. Um, there's going to be tougher games, obviously. We haven't played the strongest of opponents yet. And the defense just keep doing what they're doing and keep proving uh, my take right about them being an absolute legendary, you know, set of guys back there. I think that's looking good toward, you know, in the future. I know we have the Bengals next week who aren't really that great of a team either. Yeah, they just got worked by the Niners. Yeah, but then we have the Pats. And then, you know, we're starting to get in the groove of things. Once you get to, you know, week six, week seven, you, you know what you have. So right now, I'm going to be trying to be optimistic. You know that on this podcast, we're kind of, you know, pessimistic guys. Every once in a while, we try to be realistic about, you know, realistic about it. But, hey, I got to call spade a spade. When you're showing me that offense out there today, I'm going to get a little, I'm going to get a little jittery inside on Sundays. I'm going to get a little extra pep in my step when the Bills are playing, if you're playing like that. Absolutely. I mean, I think you nailed it right on the head there. You got to, you got to be. You got to be careful because it's only gotta tighten it up here, there. Yep. Yeah. You got, you got a lot of things you got to work on. Defense has got to stay solid, but you're right. Allen has definitely shown me something over these past two games. He definitely looks like a different quarterback over these past couple games than he did last year. Obviously I really do like the offensive line. I was the first one to say on an early podcast, just because you change the guys doesn't mean the line gets better, but the line I think has been better. Hand up on that, right? Hand up, hand up. I'm going to be the first one to say that line has been better. And you can see that, you know, he's got more time. He's got more time to work back in the pocket, got more time to make decisions. And that's what you need. You need that. I mean, you, you can't make decisions without time. So, um, yeah, I think I think we're making steps in the right direction here. Two and zero, beat the Jets, beat the Giants, beat both New Jersey teams. Um, am, am thanks I for coming. Thanks for coming. Hey, how you doing? But um, I think that you can't as fired up as I am right now. Can't get ahead of yourselves. We got the Bengals next week, home opener. We got we got it. We got to bring that same energy that we brought the same the last couple of weeks at the Meadowlands. And I think, that, I mean, there's going to be no shortage of energy in the Ralph this week. I mean, I'll be the first one to say it. I've been at home openers. You've been at home openers. We know what it's going to be like. You know, it's going to yeah. be a lot of energy. And, I, you know, the, the Bengals are going to have a lot of trouble on offense here in the snap count. A third down is going to be a problem for them. So let's bring that energy and let's take care of business. Personally, I know you're going to ask me this question. I know it because I can see the future and I called this lock. I, I called this lock from what Thursday. I called this lock. Yeah. I, I called it, you know, and I can see the future. And I know you're going to ask me this question. Is my record going to change from the end of the season? Am I going to change from that six and 10, seven and nine record? And you are. Nope. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not. No way. As, as hyped up as I am right now, I'm still not. No, yes. I, 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 I kind of agree with you too. Cause I, I did end up at a six and 10 record too. And it's been two weeks. And if you look at it, we predicted them to be, we predicted them to be one and one right now and they're two and oh. So it's not like it's a crazy yeah. difference. We yeah. predicted it. I think we both predicted them against the Bengals next week to win. So even if they do win, we're I still kind of, Oh, you didn't. I didn't. well i think i did so even if they do win i'm still kind of on track but Um, they're gonna win they're gonna win are are you seeing the future are you putting a guarantee on it a week early 
No, I got I got to look at the Don't tape. get ahead of yourself here. Don't get too cocky over there. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm staying within myself right now. You I got to look at that the on the fan base. I got to look at too cocky. You got to you got to set back. You got to look at yourself in the mirror tomorrow and you got to say, "Was that a fluke? Was that the real thing? How are we feeling? Let the let the Bills W. You know how right after the game it's like right after you do something, you're just jazzed up and you're making all these impulse decisions. Right. You got to sleep on it. You got to wake up the next morning and you got to think to yourself, am I an idiot? Am I an idiot <laughs> for letting the bills get in my head and letting them, you know, make me an optimistic guy that I think they're going to win next week. And then, you know what? Screw it. I think they're going to freaking beat the pads to the next week. We got to hold our horses here because if that happens and something's very wrong, when bills fans get overconfident, we're guaranteed locked to lose. So maybe we have to step back a little bit, but we're fired up right now. That's a fact. So with that being said, preview for next week, scores, predictions, go. So we got the Bengals coming in. I think I gave a pretty good intro, you know. A couple of minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, all right. Prediction then for score. Because <laughs> you, you did just go ham on that. <laughs> all right, first off, shout out Andy Dalton, giving us that playoff berth. I, I mean, I'll never, I'll never forget you, Andy Dalton. That, that, uh, that 20, what was it, 2017? Yeah, 20, yeah. New, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, New the Year's whole place Eve. is popping. We're out for dinner. Oh. Oh, I was out having a nice, nice chicken palm out for family dinner, you know, just had a nice W that weekend, that week and house cab, the classic, classic, you know, meaningless win. And then you come in and you swoop in with that fourth down play. Hey, you know, I'll never forget forget you. We won't forget you. We won't forget you. So come in. We're welcoming you to open arms. We're welcoming you pregame ceremony. We're going to give you a round of applause. But once that kickoff happens, we're going to murder you because I think that the Bills are going to come. And I think the Bills are going to be 3-0. I really do. I think they're going to be 3-0. And I think it's going to be after watching the Bengals. This might be recency bias. You got to maybe take it back to the little down to earth tomorrow, but let's see. Hey, I'm driving. I'm juking. I'm driving. I'm juking. I'm driving. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it right now. And I really don't think the Bengals bring that much on the defensive side of ball that Allen can't do what we saw him do today. Preston Brown revenge game. The Preston Brown revenge game. They don't have Bontes Burfecht anymore. That thug. They don't have yep. him anymore. Nope. I think Allen can make those adjustments and score, you know, three or four touchdowns again. And I think the defense can definitely bottle up what they got on offense. They got Joe Mixon back there. It's definitely a workhorse, definitely a burly guy, definitely going to make you two or three guys. Got a gang tackle, got a gang tackle this week. That's going to be a big thing. We got a gang tackle, Joe Mixon. <laughs> and then on the receiver side, they don't have A.J. Green. They got Tyler Boyd. They got Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd does not scare me, though. He does not scare me. So I think that we're going to come in with a lot of energy. The Ralph is going to be absolutely electric. And I got a final score of 24 to 10. Bills Mafia going to 3-0. and We're winning by double digits. And you got to stop me before I get become yeah. one of these guys. Right. Chill, chill, chill. Stop chill. me before I get one of these guys that's going to get ready. You're, 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 you're on the Buffalo Fanatic Juice. Yeah, one of these guys that's like, Tom Brady, we're bringing it week four. You got to stop me before I become one of those guys. I got to slap you in the face before that happens. Um, all right. Anyway, so you got 24-10, Bills over Bengals. Switching it up from your preseason prediction, I like it. You got to pivot sometimes. My preview. Juke and jive. I'm the best juke and jiver on this podcast. <laughs> you got you to gotta juke and jive sometimes. You got to switch it up. Um, all right. My preview. I like what you said there. You might be a little bit overamped, but... You know, my main thing is, you know, that the freaking stadium, the Ralph, 
Bills Mafia is going to be rocking. Best fan base in sports, hands down. Best tailgate in sports, hands down. The boys are going to be buzzing. The fans are going to be buzzing. When you come in 2-0, you know, I thought we were going to be 1-1 one one coming into this. I thought we were going to be, you know, a loss to the Jets. And even with that, we're still going to be going through tables and getting scored in the face with catch-up, even with those losses. But guess what? We didn't have any losses. We're 2-0, so we're coming in hot. The, the fans are going to be absolutely rowdy, electric. And I think I did predict us to win this, this game preseason when we did our predictions. Even if I didn't, I am now. The Bills are going to come in. They're going to win. We're going to go three and zero. We're going to be three and zero up against our first matchup with the Pats. We'll take. We'll save that preview for the next week. We don't need to talk about that right now. But we're going to be three and zero at this time next week. And the final score, I think. You know what? I think that Allen's going to really ride off the crowd. I think he's going to get into it. I don't think he's going to want to take his foot off the pedal at all. I think Allen's going to put up points. I think we're going to win. I think we're going thirty one. 31. 31. We're putting up a 30 spot. 31 to 7 to 14 to 14 to 17. 31 to 17. 31 to 17. That extra field goal got you. Yes. That extra field goal got me. And uh, 31 17. Yeah. I'll go 31 17. But I think, I think it's going to be a good looking team. I think it's going to be a good looking game. And I think we're going to put up 30 points for the first time since that I can remember. And I think we're going to be 3 and 0. And I think that victory Monday is going to be awesome, just as it's going to be tomorrow. Um, any other final thoughts on this game or, or the next week's game? No, I'm fired up, man. That was, you know, nothing better than being 2-0 and to start the season. First time in team history that we've started 2-0 and uh, after two road games. So we've never started 2-0. Is that a fact? Do I have to fact check that? You might need to, but I think I saw it on CBS. And um, I'm going to roll with it. Uh, going forward here, what is it? We're going to week three next week. Pretty soon, yo, you got to keep this on mind. Saber season starting in a couple weeks here. First weekend of October. Back you know, to boys. The boys are back to training camp. Yeah, we got some Sabres hockey coming up. You can't, you can't forget about it. Can't forget about it just because the Bills are absolutely rolling right now. Doesn't mean the Sabres can't too. So we got Eichel and the boys back in business coming in the first week of October. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a preview for that season coming in the next couple of weeks. So be on the lookout for that, uh, for all the hockey boys out there. Sabres are back in business, and it's the 50th anniversary season. Coming in with some fresh new threads. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. But let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Bill's 2-0, and let's take care of business next week against the Bengals. Let's do it. Um, that, that wraps about pretty much everything, you know, for this week. Uh, good Bills dub. Shout out to all you Bills fans. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, uh, you know, keep your head held high and work tomorrow. Go in there like we're 2-0 because we are. Go in there with a little bit of swagger, a little bit of drip, and a little bit of confidence that we're going to come in and just rock the Bengals at our home opener. Have a great week. One quick announcement here. Um, we are now on Apple Podcasts. So we are now on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Um, listen to us on Apple, rate us, you know, five stars, subscribe, uh, you know, get the, get that going for us. And then also, you know, give us that follow on Twitter and keep up, up to date with us there at it's uh, the handles at one before underscore I die. Um, we'll be sending out tweets, giving our takes on things. Um, and like Ethan said, the Sabres preview season for that will be coming up within the next couple of weeks. I'm fired up for hockey season. Um, 
But like Ethan also said, can't get ahead of ourselves. We got the bill still. 2-0 football season full swing. So, you know, go listen to us. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, at one before underscore I die on Twitter. And uh, everybody have a great week. Go Bills, go Sabres, and enjoy your victory Monday. Enjoy it, baby. Let's go. We'll see you next week.